Hello, and welcome back to the Wild Mountain Witch Podcast. Ah, finally, Alana came out with another full episode. If you haven't listened to my previous update, what are you doing? Go do it now, it was three minutes long, come on. So, I'm just pressing right along and moving forward with my new concepts. This episode, let's talk about winter witchcraft. I love winter. I love the cold. I love cozying up by the fire, the coats, and winter outfits, the colors, the food, and warm drinks. I love the darkest time of the year. As I'm writing this, it is the second day of winter. Today is really the first day of the return of the sun, the return of the light, with the promise of longer and warmer days ahead. Winter is a time of reflection on the year before, clearing space for new things to grow in the coming spring. Magically, this is a perfect time of year for us to reflect on what we need and want to let go of from the past year, and what we want to take with us into the next. It's a wonderful time for work for happiness, prosperity, comfort, warmth, and abundance. There are so many ways to incorporate the craft into this magical season, and remember that there is no right or wrong way. Everything I offer here is merely a suggestion, and you can feel free to change or alter these suggestions to better suit your own personal practice. One of my favorite parts of this time of year is the food and drinks. Often, during the holidays, we cook with or for our families, send baked goods to loved ones as gifts, or host parties with friends. As witches, every meal is an opportunity for magic. I feel as though, often, we think we need specific traditional pagan recipes, things that are simple and primitive, but this isn't really the case. Think about a simple loaf of pumpkin bread. You have the pumpkin, which represents abundance, and not to mention your spices. Clove for love and happiness, cinnamon for prosperity, ginger for power, nutmeg for love, Look around at the foods you make regularly and on special occasions and their ingredients. It's really easy to look over a recipe and look up the correspondences. I like writing them down next to each ingredient or even rewriting the recipe entirely with the correspondences next to each ingredient. It helps me to have the intention for each ingredient next to the measurement so I can easily refer to it and hold that intention as I'm adding the ingredient. And don't be too worried about multiple different intentions in your dish. If kitchen magic has taught me anything, it's that spells are like recipes. Each ingredient has their own job to do and helps make up the final product. If you were to make a pie, you wouldn't only add sugar to make it sweet, would you? I like to apply this to the rest of my spell work. For example, a spell for new love wouldn't just have ingredients and intentions for new love. It could include happiness, unity, comfort, peace, balance, or even protection. Your intentions for the final food product would probably be a very general intention like happiness and prosperity or love and comfort. This can also be extended to things like hot chocolate and ciders. There are plenty of correspondence books for herbs, but some of the baking and cooking ingredients, like certain fruits and vegetables, you will have to research on your own, and tend to be more folk practice-based rather than widely known, used, and accepted correspondences. And if you'd like a book with all of those correspondences, 
I don't know of one. There might be one out there, but either way, if there isn't, there will be. Wink, wink. I love baking intention into baked goods that I'm gifting, so I can bestow that intention of happiness or love onto my loved ones. Not only will they receive the thoughtful baked gift, but consuming it will make those who receive that feel good. It's a simple bit of extra effort that can make a big difference in someone else's day. The home is an unquestionably important part of daily life. It's where you rest your head, nurture yourself, care for your pets, plants, and family. You want a home that's warm, inviting, and that comforts you when you spend time there. During the winter, we will naturally be spending more time inside, snuggled up in our cozy socks with books, or spending time with family. Magic can be a wonderful way to help turn your home into a welcoming place you'll want to spend time in. I would argue that fall or winter cleaning is more effective than spring cleaning. I got this idea from a book by Deborah Blake, who has written a couple of books on incorporating witchcraft in your daily life. Cleaning late in the year gives you the opportunity to clean out the energy of the previous year before starting fresh. It lets you remove all things that need to be cleared for new things to come into your life in the year ahead. Plus, now you have more time inside on your hands, and who wants to spend a whole winter surrounded by stagnant energy? Now is a great time to cleanse and re-up the energy of your space. Take down and refresh your protections, Cleanse the whole space and yourself with your desired methods. Then you can bring all of those wonderful things and that bright energy of the return of the sun into your home. Do prosperity spells, happiness for the home, protection, peace, whatever energy you want to let in. You can create magical bowls to bring in these intentions by placing them at the entrances or focal points of your home. Craft seasonal wreaths with the intention of abundance or prosperity. Boil simmer pots, not only to make your home smell nice, but to bring in love and happiness. Put together a room spray to cleanse and protect. There are a lot of possibilities, and you're sure to find some that work for you. Now, any witch worth their black self is aware of the concept of the hearth, whether or not they have one or work with it. The hearth is the area around the fireplace in the home, and historically, families would all gather around the hearth, as it was their only source of warmth. The hearth is a place of memories, kindness, compassion, and of course, heat. In many cultures, it was also the place where house spirits will reside. In fact, hearth magic is considered its own practice, that being the magical care and keeping of the hearth and home. Now, whether or not you actually have a hearth, it's always good to take into consideration the areas of the home where the most time is spent while doing your magical housekeeping. Where is the most family time spent in the home? Do you spend the majority of your time in the living room or the kitchen? This can help you take a more focused approach to the magical maintenance of your home. Keep in mind, the space you occupy most may shift depending on the time of year, so you will want to come back every season and reevaluate. Good intentions for these areas are happiness, peace, love, prosperity, and protection. Workings can be done for individuals, pets, or the whole family. Boosting the energy in the spaces you occupy the most can help you make the most of your time staying cozy inside. While a lot of the magic you might do at this time of year has to do with the family and home, there are also things you can do just for yourself. 
The winter is incredibly hard on our skin and systems. A good skincare routine won't only protect your skin from dryness and aging, but can also become a great magical self-care routine. Some of us have dedicated skincare to our deities, or have just enchanted our lotions and skincare with specific intentions. This is something that is super easy to do, and is something you can do daily to take care of yourself. Once you enchant that lotion, the magic is good till the end of the bottle. It's worth it to take the extra time and investment to make things easier for yourself in the long run. You can also draw sigils and runes into your skin using your various methods of skincare. This is great for protection, confidence, banishment, really any intention you could want for that day. Stay hydrated and use it as an offering to your spirit guides or deities. Small acts can make a big difference. Something I like to do during winter is pull out my big book of winter folk and fairy tales. They set a beautiful vibe for the season and get you into the winter spirit. Taking that time for yourself can be really nice and is important for recharging your energy. There are many mythological tales surrounding winter as well, if you just keep an eye out for them. It never hurts to treat yourself a little bit either. So, I like to treat myself to a nice hot chocolate. Chocolate is an aphrodisiac, so it's a perfect ingredient to help create self-love or love in general. Milk is enrichment, comfort, and nurturing. Sugar is sweetness. Yes, hot chocolate can make one sweet little self-love potion. Don't forget the marshmallows! I love winter. Did you know that I love winter? I love winter, and I hope that at the very least, you appreciate it too. As witches and pagans, the natural cycles of the earth are sacred and magical. It is our job to soak up the magic of every season, embrace the fasts of each, and appreciate the gifts we are given by the earth all year round. Not just natural, but the gift of time with loved ones, experiencing the seasons whether you're out watching the stars in the summer or stoking your fire in the winter. You're living, and that is a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wild Mountain Witch Podcast. I know it's been a while, but I've needed the time away, and I have more fire for it than I did before. If you'd like to support and keep up with this podcast, follow us on TikTok and Patreon at Wild Mountain Witch, and on Instagram as Witch of the Wild Mountain. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at wildmountainwitchpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find all of these links in the link tree in the description, as well as Bell Book and Blossom, my witchy shop, where I am currently selling new love bundles, deity and godspouse letters, and a variety of readings. Thank you so much for listening again. Next week, we will be starting a series on deity work that will continue every other episode so that our more experienced listeners out there don't get too bored. Have a magical day, witches.